So how do you try to be happy? Uh, We've been talking about the different kinds of joy in the Bible. Uh, In the last video, we talked about bad joy, being happy about stuff that makes God sad. But if if you're resisting sin, or at least trying to, like I am, where, where do you find joy? Well, our world, even apart from the Bible, would say, by being present. Less doing and more being. Have you noticed these themes? The, the mindfulness movement. I think a generation ago, they would have said, slow down and smell the roses. <laughs> if there are roses there, smell them. <laughs> like there's something beautiful right at your feet. Don't miss it. And that's actually really biblical advice. We sometimes think as Christians about happiness being in Jesus and in forgiveness and in heaven. Those things are true. We'll get to that. But the Bible often speaks of the joy of some of these temporary blessings that God gives us in the moment. Let me read you a passage from Acts chapter 14. Uh, The Apostle Paul was speaking to people who had very little church background. They were kind of pagan people from the Greek cities of Lystra and Derbe. And in speaking to them, Paul said, God has shown kindness by giving you, what do you think comes next? His son? Forgiveness? Salvation in Jesus' name? Those would be good answers. That's not what Paul said. God has shown you kindness by giving you rain from heaven and crops in their seasons. He provides you with plenty of food, here it is, and fills your hearts with joy. Where does joy come from? How do we get happy in a biblical sense? Well, part of Paul's answer is rain, crops, and I love this line, plenty of food. (laughs) Yes, God has eternal happiness for us waiting in heaven, but right here and right now, he is doing a million things that if you're mindful of them, if you're not racing through the day, if you can slow down, not just to smell the roses, but to experience his glory, it can make you really happy. This actually happened to me the other day at a home improvement store. Um, you might not know that I'm completely useless when it comes to fixing things. So I try to use Amazon, hire people, and avoid home improvement stores. But this time I was there searching for a broom with my family when a near miracle, I'm walking past the power tools and I saw a massage chair. I'm not making that up either. There's this like swanky, way more expensive than I can afford massage chair. So I I have zero intention of buying this thing. But I sit down, my daughter grabs the control, we turn on the the fancy massage there is, and I sit there for way longer than a man should. One minute passes, then two, then ten. My wife is wondering where I am and what I'm doing. But what I was trying to do was this. I was trying to be biblical. I was trying to enjoy these good and perfect gifts that come down from our Father in heaven. So here's here's my question to you. Where is God trying to give you good joy today? Spiritual gifts, amazing. We'll get to that. How about physical gifts? Relational gifts? The gift of the weather, the gift of the temperature, the, the cup of coffee with a good friend, I sometimes play soccer and whether I'm winning or losing, I try to tell myself, God, my body can do this. <laughs> there are 117 parts of this aging body that could tweak or tear or twist the wrong way and I would be on the bench. The fact that I can run, jump, 
kick. That's crazy. There's so much good joy packed into every single day, and I want to challenge you today to see it. So here's my big challenge. Do you think before the end of this day, maybe right now after this video is done, you could come up with an A to Z list of good things that God is giving to you? Let me share with you my example. I want to read this so I don't miss a letter. God has given to me, to many of you, avocados, butter, comfortable couches, donuts, eating out, maybe at a donut place, fast food, which could be a donut place. <laughs> Some of you have grandkids and hugs and ice cream. Bonus points if you put them all together. There's jewelry, koalas, love, especially falling into it. There's manly minivans. Are there any other type? New Nikes, olive oil, pants. Because <laughs> life would be so awkward without them. There's quiet kids. Wouldn't that be amazing? Rainy day naps, steaks on the grill, ticket to ride, my favorite board game, unicorn jammies, vacations, Wi-Fi, Xanax, yoga pants, and zucchini. Genetically modified to taste like a donut. <laughs> right, A to Z. I mean, one, one thing on that list would bring me so much joy. And I have a hunch that God has given you way more than one. He fills our hearts with joy. He has, he has sent down testimony from heaven, Paul preached, and, and the plenty of food, the crops, the rain, all of it, Jesus' half-brother James would say, every good and perfect gift comes from above. So be mindful of it. Be present. Slow down, busy Christian. Smell the roses. And you'll experience what your heart longs for. Joy. Hey, hey, it's Pastor Mike. Thanks for listening today. There's actually something else I think you'd really enjoy, and it's our latest podcast from my friend C.L. Whiteside. Uh, I could gush about C.L. and his gifts and the message he's bringing to the Time of Grace community, but instead, I'm going to let C.L. tell you in his own words what his podcast is all about. Something that's been on my mind has been, when did this cancel culture begin and people start saying this person is done or they're dead to me? And what makes cancel culture intriguing is that if you aren't angry, like the majority of people are also angry, and you're not saying I'm done listening to them or I actually forgive them, you get canceled too. So you can't forgive somebody and want to move on and not want to dwell on it your entire life? Join me, C.L. Whiteside, on my podcast, The Non-Microwave Truth. Search The Non-Microwave Truth wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.